Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I've got Augusto Perez on the radio with us again today. Today we're going to be talking about does the prophecies that we hear, do they always have to come to pass? What is the meaning sometimes of a prophecy? For example, I remember back in early 2015, I'm sure Augusto remembers, I'll bring him on here in just a second. I remember there was Amina Greben and also a Benjamin Faircloth, and they were saying, oh, by the summer of 2015, there's going to be martial law. I remember another, I remember several of those. Now, to the unlearned, to the, how would I say this kindly, the new person to prophecy, they might be saying, oh, well, they're false prophets. I don't think so. I think that there is a prophecy that God is going to see that is going to come to pass. But I really don't think that's his heart in most of the cases. He really doesn't want to bring the trouble. I know that sounds a little strange coming from Prophecy Club from the heart of a watchman, but he really doesn't want to bring the trouble, and I don't want to see it coming. He wants to see us repent and turn around and turn back to him. His objective is not to prove that he can prove that this person is hearing from God. It's not to prove that someone's a prophet. His objective is to build his kingdom, to keep as many people out of the fire as is humanly possible. That's his heart. So as long as we can remember that, then we have to remember that many times these prophecies are not going to come to pass if we can pray them away. And yes, some we can pray away, some we can't. We're going to talk about that. But the point is, God is building his kingdom. I want to see the throne of Jesus built, and as many people surrounding it as is possible. So now let's talk about Augusto Perez. Been in ministry 36 years. He started and pastored a church for seven years, and he birthed out many ministers and pastors from it. He's also ministered in Mexico, Cuba, Ecuador, and Honduras. He's had roughly seven angel visits, about 75 dreams and visions. His website is theappearance.com. In my opinion, I believe Augusto hears from God and we all have to understand that not everything God says, he even wants it to come to pass. Many times, he doesn't want it to come to pass. That's why he tells us. So, Augusto Perez, welcome back to the Prophecy Club, brother. Hey, Stan. Good to be back. Okay, so your comment on what I just said. This is a very interesting subject, and it is one that is so necessary, and we need to talk about it. Because there is such ignorance out there, Stan, on the part of God's people. We're living in a time when you have the Internet prophets, and they are the dime a dozen. And they're good people. Many of these prophets are good people. They do hear from the Lord sometimes, and they mean well, but they are not trained. They have never been trained and mentored by a seasoned prophet or an apostle well said. So they don't know, they don't understand, and so they hear something, they see something, and they just post it, and there we go. This is a thus saith the Lord. This thing about thus saith the Lord is a very dangerous thing. The Bible has many warnings about uh, so-called prophets saying, thus saith the Lord. Uh, God said, many people go out and say, God said, when he never said so people have to be very careful. Uh, prophets, uh, watchmen, the prophetic people out there, 
that hear from the Lord, that see things and dreams and visions. You have to be very careful how you express yourself. As a matter of fact, and, let me uh, just jump in here because I, I meant to say this and I don't want to get too far from it. I am not attacking Benjamin Faircloth or Mina Grebin. I believe they did hear from God. And I'm not saying they heard from God and everything or they didn't hear from God. But what I am trying to say is God used them for a purpose just like he used Jonah. And that was, matter of fact, we may look back when we get to heaven and maybe God <laughs> saved America using people like this because enough people prayed and repented. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, that these people hear from the Lord. And, you know, I have nothing too bad to say about them. But the problem is this, Stan, and this is what I, I need people to understand. I, and if, if these people are listening, you need to please listen to what I'm saying. Because we're not criticizing anybody. What I'm saying is, one thing is saying, the Lord showed me something. Okay, and that may be the Lord. Okay, or it may be. Uh, let me just say this: just because a person sees something in a dream or a vision, does not mean that is the will of God. Let me repeat that: just because someone sees a vision or a dream of something bad, horrible, that is going to happen in America or anywhere else, does not mean that is God's will. That may have been picked up maybe from the second heaven, for example, where they, that's where the demons and the fallen angels and the angels of the Lord, that's where they battle. That is the realm where many times people pick up things, those that are sensitive to the spiritual things. They download things from the second heaven. That means that they're tapping onto sometimes Satan's plans for a family, for a city. For a nation, for the world, that does not mean that is God saying, "Thus saith the Lord, this is what I am going to do." Those are two totally different things, and so people need to be understanding. They need to be wise about these things I'm saying, and so I am very careful. Me myself, when I am shown something, I just share it, and then I give an interpretation, and I say, "This is my interpretation." Okay, and this is where a lot of people go wrong in their interpretation. They go wrong and they interpret it according to their belief system, according to their spirits, according to where they are in their walk with the Lord. And so this is the problem. Now, the other thing is this. People may pick up something from the second heaven or which may be Satan's plans. Okay, Satan's plans and they perceive it as it being God's will, and it's not. It's just the plans of the devil. The other area where uh, I, I, I would like to touch on is the area where some people do get messages from the Lord, and it is the Lord from the third heaven. However, that still does not mean that that is his will. He's basically showing these things so that this prophetic person or a man or a woman of God can take it and share it with God's people and say, repent, seek the face of the Lord, and otherwise these things are going to come upon the land. And so this is, I believe, what these people that you mentioned did, except that I wouldn't get negative and say, this is going to happen. I would just present it to the people and say, listen, if we do not change the way we're going, if we do not repent, if God's people do not, seek his face and repent and begin to really pray and intercede, 
these things will come to pass. Amen, amen, amen. And, you know, let me just say, I think sometimes I'm a little guilty of jumping out too quick and maybe saying it's going to happen. But I want to make it clear the purpose of some of these warnings, many, if not all of the warnings, is the heart of God. He doesn't really want to bring judgment. He right. wants to see people repent and turn to him. His objective is to fill his kingdom, not to hurt people. Amen? Exactly. Exactly. Even God's judgments stand. Even his judgments are redemptive in nature. It's not for the purpose of destruction, of killing. No, it's for the purpose of redeeming his people so that they can turn back to him. Even the judgments of the Lord, they are redemptive in nature. And we see that throughout the Bible, throughout scriptures. I counsel and thee to buy me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich in white raiment, that thou, and it says another, anoint thine eyes with thy side, that thou mayest see as many as I love or rebuke and chasten. All of that is saying, I don't want to really bring this, but if you don't repent, that's what I have to bring. That's what he's saying. Exactly. And even the scripture says that the Lord does not delight in the destruction of the, even the wicked. Even those that are wicked, he doesn't delight in their destruction. So we see here the heart of the Lord, the heart of the Father. His purpose is redeeming people, saving people, okay, restoring people. That is where he's at. And he gives warning after warning after warning. And so many of the things that are shown to us, okay, the vessels that he uses are basically to, for us to forecast. That's what, that's what prophets do. Prophets sound the trumpet. Prophets say, hey, you know, this is coming, just like Jonah did at Nineveh. Repent, or <laughs> this destruction is coming. We see this pattern throughout the Bible, throughout the Bible. So this is where the people in America need to grow up and mature quickly because we don't have a lot of time. What I see a lot of people doing, Stan, and this is unfortunate, is they listen to some of these negative dreams and visions that are being posted out there, and they take it as a thus saith the Lord. This is going to happen. And so they think this is God's will. I mean, who are we to resist? God's will, right? If this is what God wants, who are we? So they don't resist it. They don't pray against it. They don't do anything, try to stop it. And this is the danger. This is the danger. This is what the enemy wants Christians to do, to do nothing. This is why back in the 60s and the 70s and in the 80s, the devil was having a heyday. He took prayer out of school. He brought abortion. He started changing the school's curriculum. And right now, it, there is a revival in the cult in America because the Christian people, the churches, are sleeping. And they think that it must be God's will. You know, things are going to get bad. And they don't here's, realize here's that. The verse, <laughs> here's the verse you've been searching for. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. That's what we're supposed to do is stand in the gap, take up the hedge. Go ahead. That's correct. And so that is what an intercessor is, a person that stands in the gap between the Almighty and the people, okay? And there is a lot here, Stan, that people do not understand. And I've been doing a lot of research. You know, there has been a lot of revelation concerning the courts of heaven in recent years. And I have done a lot of research and studying on that. And I think it is very, very uh, biblical. I think it's something we need to uh, study up on. It is, it is in the Bible. And I believe this is why 
the devil, the enemy of our soul, is has been so busy uh, trying to destroy America in the in the sense that he has been corrupting America, brought abortion, this human trafficking that President Trump is fighting so hard against. All of these things, what they do is the shedding of innocent blood on the land. One of the things that people don't realize and understand is that that defiles the land. And when that land is defiled in the courts of heaven, it gives the devil the right to go before the throne room of God and say, hey, look at what has happened. Look at what they're doing. I want the right to go there and do this and this and this and this and this. And this is the Almighty has no choice but to permit it because he is in his right, because the land has been defiled. The same happens if a person is defiled. The same principles that are applied to deliverance and demonic oppression and those kinds of things with individuals, those same kinds of principles can be applied to a land, to a country, to an area. Once that area is defiled through abortion, a rise in the human trafficking, crimes, pedophiles, all these kinds of things, they defile the land. And so how do you fix that, Brother Augusto? Well, we fix that by electing right people like we have now in office who is cleaning out, is trying to kick out all these people, arrest these people. And we do this by putting right judges in the courts. We are doing that, putting the right justices in the Supreme Court. We do this by putting the righteous judges in the federal courts in the land, circuit courts. Remember, folks, that the reason Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed, if you read carefully in Genesis, it says is because the judges were corrupt. The judges and the courts of Sodom and Gomorrah and that region, they had defiled. They were defiled and corrupt. And so we are getting there, but it there's a lot of work to be done. So what I'm saying is prayers changes things. The prayers of a righteous man or a woman change things. Intercessory prayer, standing in the gap, changes things. And so all Man. I'm saying is that the things that are happening now, okay, it's not God's judgment. No. What is going on right now is the powers of darkness basically coming against us, coming against us. And basically, they are desperate. They know that they're about to be found out. They don't like the fact that they're losing in some of these fronts. They want to destroy us. They want to come and undo everything that has been going on. So this is not the time to lay down your sword. This is not the time to sit on your hands. This is not the time to just sit back and say, whatever will be, will be. No, this is the time to fight. And I am concerned, Stan, that the Christians for a long, long time have not been in a fighting stance. They Amen. have not had their armor on. Amen. They have not been on their knees praying and repenting. They have been just lukewarm, just going business as usual. And accepting everything like it is God's will. And that is the root of the problem right there. Well said, brother. Well said, and it's sad. But let me also give you some hope here, brothers and sisters. As you know, we have the fast track. Now, let me explain that. That's a group of brothers and sisters that agree to pray and to fast for the Prophecy Club. Now, if I put across that this is about praying and fasting for a nation— 
please forgive me. That's not our heart. The heart is that you pray and fast for the Prophecy Club. But part of our goals is that we can save this nation, that we can warn this nation, but the real objective is to build the kingdom of God. So we have, I don't know, last time I checked, like 750 people. Here's the way it works. Every Tuesday evening, I send out an email directly from me to you asking you to pray for these things, and here's the prayer that we all pray. We all fast from Tuesday evening at midnight until Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Doesn't make any difference, whatever your time zone is. That's when we fast. And we all pray that little prayer. It takes about two minutes to pray the prayer. So we ask you to fast. When we say fast, you can drink juice if you want to, but we try to stay away from solid food. Just water or I drink coffee, and then we pray that prayer. And I have seen countless times, time after time after time, when I've asked my fast track team to pray for things. And yes, some of them are praying for our nation, but the whole objective is to build the kingdom of God. If, and I'm going to say this also, probably a lot of things that you're currently praying for is on this list. Now, here's the advantage. When you pray for the same things, but you're praying the same prayer, fasting the same day, then that gives you more power. The Bible says a one man can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. In the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. In the mouth of two or three witnesses let it be established. Two people in agreement establishes it in the spirit. So if you want to pray, if you want to be a part of praying with some 750 other brothers and sisters every week, then join Fast Track. You just go to prophecyclub.com, click on the Fast Track thing, sign up. You can quit or unsubscribe anytime you want to. And I never, ever, ever ask for donations from my Fast Track team. I never send product offers. This is not, I repeat, this is not about money. This is about fasting and praying, and that's all it is about, Augusto Perez. While you were talking there, I was thinking about the vision of Tom Hicks. Now, Tom Hicks, a, uh, an evangelist, he was a missionary that, to South America. He spent a lot of time in Argentina. He had a vision. I would like people out there listening to us today, if you have a, an opportunity to go look it up, you can Google it in the, in the Internet. Tom Hicks, his vision. It brings us back to uh, what we were talking, Stan. He was shown in this vision. What the Lord showed him was he showed him the church, the body of Christ. And he was a giant. He was very, very big. But he was on the floor. And he saw all these little demons, imps, just, you know, binding his hands and the feet of this giant and the face. And, and the giant was helpless on the floor. Like he was bound and he was helpless. And then in the vision, he saw how the giant slowly began to shake off these demons, these imps from off of his body. And he began to break the bondages that were holding him down. And he began to sit up and eventually stood up. And he said in the vision, when he did that, all these Demonic imps just crammed. They ran for cover. It's a beautiful vision because after that, he said that the glory of God fell on this giant, on this body of Christ. And he was just so powerful and so full of light and glory. And that was the end of the vision, you know, ending with, uh, with the coming of the Lord. But uh, this is what the Lord wants. The Lord is not wanting 
to destroy the, this country and to destroy the whole world and for everybody to go into bondage and uh, to go into misery. And, you know, uh, a lot of Christians, well-meaning Christians, basically talk about uh, this country being taken over by the communists. Well, let me just share this little caveat here. I lived in a communist country, okay, Cuba. I was there when the revolution came in. And I'm telling you, you don't want that happening to America. It has been, what, almost 60 years since that happened. In 1959, it's going to be 60 years next year. And they're still under bondage. And when Castro came into Cuba, they were saying, this is the end. This is the end. He is the Antichrist. And the Jesus is coming soon. You know, they were saying that. And this is the mentality, unfortunately, that a lot of Christians have. And that is that when these bad things happen in America, that is going to be the end. And then Jesus is going to come and the rapture is going to take. That's the mentality. But let me just share this. <laughs> let me just share this insight. What if that is not what happens? What if these bad things happen? Okay, which I don't believe they will. But if they were to happen, this country goes into bondage goes into slavery, and this country spends, what, 30, 40, 50 years in bondage. Is that something that you want to look forward to for your children, for your grandchildren? No, I may not have a lot of years left, but uh, I have some years left. But I want to see my grandchildren, my children, you know, at least be able to live a life where they have freedom. They're not in bondage. If we don't do this for ourselves... We need to stand up and fight this battle for our family, for our children, for our grandchildren. That is where I believe a lot of people still don't get it, Stan, that they they have this mentality. You know, they want bad things to happen because that means that the Lord is going to come soon. They don't get it. That may not be what happens at all. And uh, bad things happen and bondage, bondage will come and, and slavery will come. And persecution will come, and it, it will not end uh, in a year or two or 10 or 20 years. So I just thought I'd share that with you to give you a little encouragement to f get up and fight. But we're going to have to fight. And, and also, <clears throat> remember Dimitri Dudeman had another vision, which I don't hear much of uh, anymore, but I, I read it in his book, In the End Time, The Enemy, The Devil came to fight against uh, the church. The church was tired. The warriors, their uniforms were dented. Their armor was dented. Their swords were dull because of the fighting. But they were ready to fight. And then the enemy said with a loud voice, we're going to destroy you. If any one of you out there is afraid, stand aside or we will destroy you. And those that stood aside, in fear, those were destroyed, but the true warriors, the enemy could not defeat them. That is so true, and I believe that with all of my heart, that the Lord is with us. He is on our side, and we will see a, a victory. And whatever happens, whatever happens, the Lord is on our side, and we are not going to lose. We're going to win, and we're going to see a harvest. We're going to see a lot of people. Come to Jesus, Amen. and we're going to see a lot of people be saved. Well, once again, we've run out of time, but Augusto, I appreciate you so much for being on with us. We'll have to have you back again, brother.
Well, thanks for having me, Stan. Once again, you've been listening to Augusto Perez. His website is theappearance.com. If you'd like to have the DVD he made with this, and I would strongly recommend you get it because, as I said, he's had about seven angel visits, 75 dreams and visions, and this has all of the best ones that were available at the time he made this, and it's called End of Times. Yes, you can watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com, but to get this gift offer, since it has a book, you have to go to prophecyclub.com. You get End of Times, two hours, 40 minutes, normally a gift of $30. Then his book, Smile, Jesus Loves You, which is all of his dreams and visions, prophetic words, everything in the book, along with his testimony, all of that. The book alone is 15 Get both of them for a gift of, get a load of this, just $30. Gift to $30, prophecyclub.com, Augusto Perez. You get the DVD he made, End of Times, plus his book, Smile, Jesus Loves You, prophecyclub.com. We are also offering the Wake Up America gift offer, and if you are a watchman, this is absolutely, positively a must for you to get. You must see Dimitri Dudeman in person, giving his testimony. You must hear how he sat on that electric chair, how the angel came to him several times. you got to hear that. We also have put together his book, Prophecies of the Fall of America, and also his grandson, Michael Bolday, all of their dreams and visions, plus the one from my wife, Prophet Leslie Johnson. And we've also put together American Bible Prophecy by Me, which is a two-and-a-half-hour DVD using 193 scriptures. I show you where America is in Bible prophecy. So that is two DVDs and a book valued at $75, all for a gift of just $35. Now, yes, you can go to WatchProphecyClub.com, watch those two DVDs instantly, but, of course, you don't get the book there. And you really, really, really need this book. You're going to need this book as we move into the last days. If there is a prophecy book that I recommend outside of the Bible, uh, other than my book, it would be Prophecies of America, which, speaking of my book, hopefully we're going to have that ready here in a couple of months. Uh, We keep adding and perfecting it, but it's going to be really an awesome book when it comes out. Anyway, Wake Up America, DVD gift offer. You get two DVDs and the book, $75 value for $35 at prophecyclub.com prophecyclub.com thank you for listening thank you for your prayers and thank you for your gifts of support god bless prayerfully consider supporting the prophecy club with your gifts of support we would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support now from the prophecy club some exciting opportunities for you Brian Melvin did an excellent job making this DVD called Hell in a Box and From Hell to Heaven. Excellent talk. I've heard about 30 some odd talks of people that have passed on some to heaven, some to hell. This is one of the best ones. This held my attention all the way through. Now, look, just as archaeology can be really powerful to win people to Christ, and you need that. You need this DVD in your hands to show people this will convince people. I'm saying this will convince the skeptic to get saved very powerfully. You want this DVD in this book, Hell in a Box and Hell to Heaven, and the book, A Land Unknown, Hell's Dominion. DVD gift of 30, book gift of 20, both for gift of 45, prophecyclub.com or 785-266-1112. The Hell Gift Offer. 
keep them out of it with the hell gift offer. Prophecyclub.com, 785-266-1112. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people would agree, 300 titles, normally $30 each, a gift of $100 a month would be reasonable, $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20, recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract, you can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that'll lock in your rate for a year even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com. Get my last two DVDs, Revelations on Revelation and Kings and Priests, both of them, three DVDs for a gift of just $40 at ProphecyClub.com. Revelations on Revelation, 12 Revelations on Revelation, 12 tips on memorizing scripture. Jesus is not the primary message of Revelation. What is? My biggest revelation, the Morning Star, and lots more. And Kings and Priests, What's the third woe? Who are the nations? Are all the saints kings and priests or some kings, some priests? What is the difference between kings and priests? And much more. Both DVDs gift of $40 at prophecyclub.com. Revelations on Revelation, kings and priests. Prophecyclub.com, gift of $40. God will bless you.